What is up, Kev? What is up, bro? You ready to talk some NBA finals? Get some stats on paper? Yeah, I'm extremely excited about the finally we got some basketball again and it's gonna be a a little bit of a lull after the finals, you know, until football season. So I'm ready for ready for this to be a good series. Fucking baseball season coming. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Summer gets boring. It's been yeah. tough just even, you know, like six days off has been, felt like a long time. It's been a while since yeah. we've seen Drake running yeah. up, massaging people on the sidelines. It's been boring. <laughs> Did you see that uh, poster um, at one of the Toronto games? There was like a meme picture. Uh, it said, it was a picture of Drake rubbing Nick Nurse's shoulders, and then it said, Orchids of Asia Day Spa, employee of, <laughs> employee of the month. <laughs> well, that was a great, great Meg. Oh, it's great. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was in, uh, I was in Vancouver for Game Six of their, the uh, Raptors series. That was pretty great. Uh, who knew Canadians really love basketball? Even in Vancouver, they, they should get a team up there. Well, I guess they got to yeah. get one in Seattle first, but, but... I think they're. I think They're the NBA wants it. to expand. Yeah, I mean they want to expand, but geographically speaking, I don't know if Vancouver will be the best place or just, Seattle. Seattle would be perfect. You know, just take be- away the Grizzlies, take away the Grizzlies, and, and maybe add a team or I don't yeah. Know, there's there's got to be one other team out there. But anyway, no in South. Well, anyways, let's get, let's, get back let's to the talk finals. finals. Let's talk finals. So so Raptors. Golden State. Who on the Raptors? I feel like they need a second guy. Obviously, Kawhi's playing out of his mind. Who do you think on the Raptors will step up and help Kawhi out here? Who's going to be second banana here? I think Lowry has to be um, a combination of Lowry and Gasol. Um, just because they're the veterans, you know, Gasol's he's been there. He's the, the best like defensive player they have, especially help defender, at least big guy. You know, and especially if Cousins is going to be back this series, he's going to be crucial. Lowry, obviously, is a key indicator if they win. You know, if he has a good game, they usually win. If he has a bad game, you know, or if he doesn't shoot at all, doesn't look at the rim, then they lose usually. Um, but then, obviously, Siakam is going to be big just because he's a wild card. And from what I've seen from him, he's a great defender. He's got great length, great athleticism um, and speed and size. But he's a little bit out of control on the offensive end. So what, that's one of the things I'm going to be looking at is, is Siakam just going to be out of control, driving to his strong hand every time and trying to finish over the top where Golden State has the perfect, you know, defenders for that, where they don't foul any drivers and they just let you make you finish over the top. That's going to be what I'm going to be looking at, at least in this game one. What about you? You know, I've seen, I actually am kind of down on the, the guards for the Raptors for this one. I think, Van Vliet obviously played out of his mind in the last series, and Lowry had a good game one, kind of fell off, but played some good D, but didn't play great on offense. I'm kind of down on the guards for this series, though. I think Clay's going to uh, lock down at least one of them, and I, I think Van Vliet comes back down to, to earth. Um, but I mm-hmm. am big on uh, the Gasol, Ibaka, uh, and Siaka matchup. I think that, you know, you've got Draymond there, obviously is going to lock down somebody down low and he's been playing amazing defense but Gasol is too big for those guys you know I don't know if that requires them you know, talk about some key matchups in this one I don't know if that means they have to play Bogut big minutes um you know can Looney guard uh, a guy like Gasol 
uh, or who do the Warriors go at him with? Does that mean Boogie comes in? You know, I think I, I think he's too big for for Draymond. Um, and if you play Draymond on him, then you really up, open up Siakam. You know, who's going to guard Siakam in this series? That's something that's really interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, based on the matchups, I think right now, let's just go based on matchups. I think they'll put – Golden State will put Clay on – Lowry, Iguodala yep. on Kawhi, obviously. Yeah, Steph, Steph, they'll kind of keep him on Danny Green. I feel like to save him yep. for offense. Draymond on Siakam, and then uh, Looney, Cousins, <clears throat> Bogut, whatever center they decide on Gasol. So obviously, Cousins is going to be the X factor because it seems like he's going to start tonight because um, he's active and he's been rehabbing for this exact moment, and and KD's out. So that's going to obviously hurt the Golden State depth, which has been a little bit suspect all playoffs. You know, like Looney's yep. been playing great, but McKinney's been having these ridiculous shooting games and Quinn Cook. Like those guys aren't great players, you know, like, but at the same time, the Raptors bench isn't that great either. You know, Powell's been playing amazing. But like you said, I don't know if Van Vliet's going to be able to sustain what he's done in the last series and carry it over to not only a bigger stage, but a better team. And, I don't just I just think the moment might be too big for him and maybe Powell and then a couple of the other guys on the bench for the Raptors and the Golden State. What do you think about the bench matchup? So I, I think that Golden State, you know, they don't they don't really need their bench for too much. They anything they get from their bench has been kind of bonus. I think the if when you pull Draymond out onto a guy like Siakam though, it kind of limits his ability to help on other players, which I think he's best when he's guarding a guy that he can kind of check, but also uh, come over and play help D. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you can get bench players in that can help get Draymond onto a guy like uh, an Ibaka or, um, you know, even if he can kind of check Marcus all here and there, I think that can help, you know, Golden State's just got to, play as few players as possible i think i think they're just mm-hmm. they've got to go all out and play steph iggy clay and draymond as many minutes as they can get out of this series and they they'll just throw shit against the wall with the other guys and see mm-hmm. what sticks i don't know if boogie you know this is something i wanted to hit on will boogie play much this series could he throw off their the rhythm that they've gotten without kd in the the last couple games uh, I think Cousins is going to be a, a positive for them for sure, uh, especially without KD. He just gives you a little bit more offensive versatility. So instead of, you know, throwing a Draymond in the post and having Clay and Steph cut off him and set back screens for each other, I think they can, if they can't get a bucket, especially on the road, they can just go to the low block and just try to punish, you know, Ibaka Gasol in there on, with his post game. And then if he gets some post game going, then he can kind of stretch him out and shoot a lot. Because I think Cousins, if he's going to play, he's going to start. And he might not play 40 minutes, you know, if the game's tight, but he, I think he would play at least 30 is my, is what I anticipate. So yeah. based on that, I think they're going to have to, the Raptors are going to have to put Gasol in every time Cousins is in, because I think Cousins is too big for Ibaka. And then he's too big for, you know, Siakam, or even if Kawhi switches onto him in that. So I think it's going to be, give the Warriors a little bit more options. And then if he doesn't have it going or if he's, if he's tightening up or if he's out of shape, then they can, I think they can just roll with Looney. Yeah, I think you're assuming that he's healthy enough to, to 
for Cousins to be effective, he has to be putting up probably 16 to 18 points a game because his defense has always been suspect, even when he was mm-hmm. healthy. And a half-healthy Cousins doesn't really help you because he's such a liability on the defensive end that unless he's really putting up points, he doesn't really do much for you. So I'm a little worried about putting him in. Just because of the chemistry you've seen from the team without Durant, I'm a little worried about – I almost would rather roll with a guy like Looney at this point who knows his role, who fits in well with the team, and who who just can catch and dunk, doesn't really need the ball in his hands to do anything with it, which I think for the Warriors right now, that's the key is you want to get the ball into Clay, Steph, even Draymond's hands, let them facilitate, and the, the bench players are just there as a, you know, when Draymond's driving to the cup, he can throw it up to them or, or mm-hmm. hit a wide open three, you know, that kind of thing, rather than – I don't think they need a fourth guy. I mean, obviously, if Durant comes back, I think that's a that's a boost for them. But other than that, I don't need, know that they need a fourth scoring option. We'll see. We'll so, see because, yeah. I mean, the Raptors have home court. Obviously, the Warriors have coming off a lot of rest. So, like you said, they should be able to throw their, their stars 40 minutes plus if they need to. So that's the, I think Golden State has the edge there, but right now I think the Raptors are the hotter team, and they'll be at home today. So yeah, th- let's transition to the that's line underrated. of this game, which was very interesting. Is uh, the line that I'm looking at is Toronto is minus one this game, so it's essentially a pick'em. Wow, um, which is surprising because you would think that every every random person you talk to at work or around the water cooler would say, "Oh, you got to take the Warriors in this." You know, they've been there. The only guy on the Raptors has been to the finals is Kawhi, I think. Maybe, maybe one of the other two random guys have, but you know, that based on the experience and what's the yeah, over under? So it seems like it might be a little bit of a trap this game on the Warriors, and I think the Raptors might pull this off just based on the line. But just to close out that thought, is the series price? <clears throat> even though Golden State is underdogs technically in this first game, the Warriors are still minus two eighty, and I've seen as high as minus three hundred to win the series. So Raptors have home court. They're favored to win the first game, but the Warriors are still almost three to one favorites to win this series. And I've seen that has been going down over the last few days. So that means there has been a lot of action on the Raptors. <clears throat> I wonder about that. I wonder how much of that is a historical precedent of the Warriors just you know winning three out of the last four finals and and being kind of the team that people think is going to win this thing. Um, and then how much of that comes down to Durant? Will will Durant come back or not? And in the last couple of days, Durant mm-hmm. has been ruled out for game one. Looks like he's probably out for game two, but is traveling with the team, so could be back. And his health has been up and down since he's been out, to say the least. And he may not play at all this series. So that may be where some of the action is coming on the Raptors. Maybe game one, some of the action is, is looking at their home. That crowd's going to be going nuts. You know, yep. uh, it's going to be crazy in Toronto tonight. Yeah. My take on this is I, I think this is going to be a defensive battle. And I'm interested in what the over under is because I wonder if Vegas agrees with that. Of the Raptors have a great defensive team. You know, they were one of the best in the league all season. Um, obviously, Kawhi is amazing on defense, but they're. Their team defense is pretty solid. They played some really amazing defense on Giannis. Some some defense that I, I couldn't believe how much they limited Giannis in that series. And 
and uh, Middleton as a whole mm-hmm. was really yeah. unbelievable. And if they're able to do that to a team like the Bucks, whose offense was a juggernaut this season, I, I think they can, they've got a real shot at doing the same thing to the Warriors without Durant or something similar at least. And then you look at the Warriors and their defense has been completely underrated. They've got three of the best defenders in the league Four, if you get Durant back, um, their their bench, like we were mentioning earlier, their bench play, their bench defense has been really good. Um, mm-hmm. Guys like Looney have been stepping up in a big way, and their team defense is, is off the charts. Their help defense, they're shutting down the paint, but also closing out on guys. Their effort is – you just clearly have seen that they just haven't been trying that hard all year, and now <laughs> that it's come down to the playoffs, they're – they're trying really hard and, and it's showing and paying off and they're just one of the best defensive teams in the league. So the yeah. two of them going head to head, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. The D has been very impressive. You know, obviously Steve coach Kerr is a disciple of Popovich, you know, loves, loves the, he's all about, you know, footwork and staying in front of your man, helping the helper, you know, rebounding the basketball. So all those things that Steve Kerr focuses on, you know, his teammates, I mean, his team has kind of, you know, bought in and they have the individual players like Iguodala to, you know, shut down specific players. So obviously that's going to be the key matchup too, is Iguodala on Kawhi. And then once there's a pick and roll, let's say Lowry or Gasol sets the pick on Kawhi, which a lot of the time they do, are the Warriors just going to switch and be content with, you know, Curry on Kawhi on some switches or obviously they, they don't mind Clay or Draymond on Kawhi, but it'll be interesting to see how they guard the pick and roll uh, in this first game and then how that you know, if Kawhi's hitting his mid-range jumper, what do you do, you know? Because then if you switch a smaller guy to him, then he can just – he can post up step and then double team will come and then they'll get a wide-open three for, let's say, Van Vliet in the corner or Powell, which he's been hitting. Yeah, that's so a good it'll... point. That's a good point. I think that the Warriors you – know, sorry to cut you off, but I think the, that if the Warriors are trying to hide Steph on – say they, they're trying to hide him on uh, Van Vliet all series. So I, I think the Raptors should play Van Vliet and Lowry heavy minutes together instead of playing Danny Green. You know, Danny Green's got a shot at coming back and, and he'll start hitting shots again, most likely. Um, but I, I like the way they've been going with the two smaller guys. And if you play uh, those two together heavy minutes, then say they're trying to hide him on Van Vliet, then you get the pick and roll going with Kawhi setting the picks uh, on Steph and rolling with him, and then Steph's getting stuck on Kawhi, then you've got a real mismatch there. So I think that's something that they could really exploit. Like the difference between the Bucks and the Warriors. Yeah. Okay. So the Bucks, the difference between the Bucks and the Warriors is the point of it. Like the, the Raptors shut down Giannis, and that was very impressive. I was surprised. I had the Bucks winning that series. But the point of attack is for the Bucks is Giannis to the paint hard as possible. You can't stay in front of him. You can Euro step, travel get fouled every time. And then once that hit, and once the defense is sucking in, then it's kick out for wide open threes, middle 10, you know, Miritich, Lopez for the bandwagon three pointers. And when they're hitting those and then they play, play harder on D and then it kind of escalates. And that's what happened to the Celtics. Um, but with the Warriors, their attack isn't just at the rim. You know, they're more flowing, free flowing, setting screens, you know, Bogut sending those legal screens for a clay wide, wide open threes or Steph shot fakes. And then he gets into the paint, splits the double and then hits the cutters, you know? So, it's going to be a lot different, I think, series offensively. I think the Warriors will be able to score pretty easily, actually. Whereas the Bucks were more clogged toilet offense. You know, they couldn't get hit any threes, and then they just tried to, tried to just drive even harder into no man's land, getting charges, 
And it was just kind of ugly by the end of the series. I was surprised that Budenholzer couldn't figure out a way to score on the, on the Raptors after having the best offense in the league all year. Yeah, it seems like he got really outcoached that series. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so everyone was taking... saying Nick Nurse was the bad coach and inexperienced. And, he, you know, after two games, everyone was like, oh, Nick Nurse is a joke. He it's can't, crazy. you know. And then Budenholzer that flipped. Yeah, it's four games in a row right back. And then everyone's like, oh, Budenholzer is an idiot. He can't ever win a championship. You know, he, he, he had a good team with the Hawks and now the Bucks, but he can never, you know, get past the hump. But so it's funny how storylines change so quickly in the NBA, you know, just because there's some stakes and there's only a few games and everything's magnified. Yeah, he and Mike D'Antoni should go get a beer together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should get a deep sauna and get a deep sauna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you taking the Warriors? I think I have to take the uh, – I have to take the Warriors, yeah. Yeah. Um, in seven. In seven games, though, just because we got – Raptors home court is, is a real thing. And the Drake effect is real. Toronto's never had this before, but you know it goes back to experience, and we know that experience is a big factor in the playoffs. Um, just because mental toughness always is a factor, you know, coming down the stretch. Uh, but I feel like the Warriors have waited all season to get to this point, and the fact that they swept last series, they're not going to take it for granted. They're going to be ready, mentally prepared. Even though the Raptors might win this game, I think the Raptors probably will win this first game. I think the, the Golden State will be mentally uh, tough. They'll be able to make adjustments. Steve Kerr will figure out what they're doing. And obviously, Steve Kerr's been having some secret, you know, dinners with Popovich lately, as you've seen probably on Twitter uh, or <laughs> yeah. social media. So he's definitely getting the scheme on what, you know, some of Kawhi's tendencies and what he likes and what he doesn't like and how to get under his skin and maybe do some cheap cheap uh, defensive schemes that, that Kawhi's not even ready for, you know, I think that could, there's a chance that it could be a blowout with the Warriors this game, first game, but with the line being where it is, I think it's a little bit fishy and I'm kind of leaning towards Raptors winning game one, even though I have the Warriors in seven. Yeah. I see some close games. I'm going to take Warriors in six. Uh, just thinking that the Raptors might split at home one-on-one, but then I think the Warriors get their home games I'm anticipating Durant coming back at some point in this series, possibly sooner than later, and being really motivated and really pissed off and going going all out. And if that's the case, I think the Raptors are in trouble. So, I hope not. I mean, I love – shout out to Aiko. You know, he, he saw it way before anyone else. But, you know, even when Kawhi was a sophomore at San Diego State, he was like, this guy could be could be the next level NBA just based on his defensive length. But he's really put it together, and he's he's so strong with the ball. He's got that one-handed palm, which is insane. And I think he's just got all the confidence in the world. He's got nothing to lose because he's been here before. He's won in the Finals MVP before. He's got he likes playing against the Warriors. He likes the challenge. So he's obviously going to have a monster series. I just have a have a gut feeling that Iguodala is probably the, just the best defender. Like he's guarded LeBron the last few few finals. He's gone after Harden. He's had to lock down Lillard and McCollum. Like he's, I think he's just ready, you know, and he's been resting, and he, he, he knows how everyone's been just all over Kawhi's nuts the last few weeks. I think he, he's been listening to that. Same with Draymond. And when they get the switches, they're going to, you know, have the chip on their shoulder when they guard him. I think they're going to try to really shut him down and make the, you know, the ancillary guys make threes, which is, 
been very up and down this whole playoffs for the Raptors. Yeah, he Iggy is the the ultimate weapon for the Warriors because he doesn't really need to shoulder any offensive load. Anything he does is just a bonus. Yep. So it allows them to put Clay on a guard instead of a wing, and and you know while he can play great defense, even a guy like Kawhi, it's like okay, who do you put Kawhi on now? Do you have him chase Clay all series, or do you have him? guard Iggy and kind of waste his talent and if he's chasing Clay all series that's really going to wear him down whereas the Raptors mm-hmm. really need him on offense so that is, Iggy is the ultimate X factor and he showed time yeah. and time again that he's going to rise up to the occasion yeah I mean he's 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 also a finals MVP you know so he's been there he's in his should have been Steph should have been Steph <laughs> yeah should have been, been Steph, Steph but, yeah Steph's been robbed multiple times but yeah, he doesn't I, care. He doesn't care about it. Who? Okay, but one more question before we go: Who do you got then for Finals MVP? I think I got to go Steph because KD's going to be out the first two games probably. Boogie, they're not going to give it to Boogie. You know, he hasn't played all playoffs. I think there's the psychological factor. He's not going to get it. Clay has been hasn't his defense has been locked down, and I think they will. The Raptors will put Lowry on um, Clay. Or Iguodala. So they'll have him sag off and put Danny Green on Steph and then Siakam or Kawhi on uh, uh, Clay or maybe Glowry. But <clears throat> I think that – sorry, what was the question again? Who do you have for MVP? So Steph. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So sorry. So we can cut this out. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I have Steph just because he's he is the favorite in Vegas, number one. They've given it to KD the last few times, and he has well-deserved it. But it's really Steph's team. And I think the sympathy factor for Steph, since KD's going to be out the first two games, I think Steph's definitely going to be the favorite. You know, you got to go with the Warrior. If you think the Warrior's going to win, I think you got to go with Steph. Yeah, it's really tough to disagree with you there. Just for disagreement's sake, I'll take uh, Draymond. Take Draymond? Yeah. Just, just on the off chance that, you know, if he puts up a triple-double every game and his defense is crazy and he's, if he can do anything offensively, kind of the storyline of, of the Warriors playoffs of him taking a bigger role with Durant being out, you know, maybe yeah. that takes over and Steph gets robbed again. If, if Steph has an off night or two, you know, and <laughs> they just want to screw him over one more time. So, all right, well, let's do this again uh, tomorrow and we'll go over uh, yeah. on our way to a uh, big bear bachelor party. We'll, we can we'll do it in person. The, uh... We can do it in person. So we don't have to talk over each other and, uh, yep. Go through that, and then hopefully we do the roundtable Game of Thrones. Wrap up some final thoughts on the series with everyone. I know we have a lot of uh, a lot of thoughts you know, out there, a lot of thoughts and a lot of cr- critics out there that are not really happy and yep. have you know wish they had had gone another way. Because did you see that petition where it was like three hundred fifty thousand people signed a petition to like remake the final season? Yeah, it's stupid. Which is absurd. Yeah, I mean it's stupid. People need to get a life. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> really. Okay. All right, we'll talk anyways, about that more tomorrow. Yep, that was just a little teaser. We'll talk about it tomorrow and uh, have fun. Good luck, good luck with the game, and hope uh, it's a good series. All right, see you soon. All right, talk to you soon. Later.